The seven-man Army Reserve Special Forces team had six more days in Korea before completing their 15-day annual tour requirement. Once completed, they would return to their civilian jobs in the States. Close enough for when I get back to be included in the conversation, but still not close enough to distract them from the mission just assigned to them. Major Mike Perry assembled an A-team, consisting of the toughest, shrewdest tunnel demolition experts to disrupt North Korean tunnel infiltrations under the DMZ. The search for the underground tunnels close to the DMZ came to a halt when the Special Forces team heard a loud explosion. Moments later, Carl, the radio man, received a call that a CH-46 was inbound to drop a Ranger team west of their position. An Air Force RF-4 had just crashed, and the Ranger's mission was to secure a perimeter around the RF-4. Their new mission was to provide security for two Air Force PJs inserted on Mount Saroxin to rescue the downed pilot. Major Mike Perry received information the North Koreans shot down the RF-4. Army headquarters issued specific orders to engage the enemy if encountered. The weather was deteriorating rapidly. Their new orders are to provide cover and security until the RF-4 and PJs are secure. Mike Perry had been in Special Forces for two years. He was just a part-time soldier but seemed to have a knack for acquiring intelligence about what the North Koreans were doing. He attributed this to two reasons. His civilian job as an intelligence analyst with a Defense Intelligence Agency, DIA, and his association with Senior Master Sergeant T.J. Hill. In the active army, he had been an intelligence specialist, and now he had essentially the same job with the DIA. Mike Perry was a top-level analyst at the DIA. Mike joined the DIA for the same reason he switched to the Army Reserve for active duty, revenge. Mike was a second lieutenant intelligence officer, stationed at Pamunjan near the DMZ in 1976 when the tree-cutting incident took place. Mike's homosexual lover was Army Captain Terry Reed, assigned to the military police detachment. Their relationship was a closely guarded secret. They had dreams of traveling the world together while assigned to various Army postings throughout the world. On August 18, 1976, Terry was supervising a work detail in the demilitarized zone when a North Korean soldier murdered him with an axe. From that day forward, Mike Perry dedicated his life toward hitting at the North Korean regime. He became the Army's intelligence expert on Korea, and this landed him a job with the DIA, where he was the lead analyst concerning the Korean Peninsula. He joined a Special Forces Reserve Detachment out of Fort Belvoir near Washington, D.C. The unit's area of responsibility was Asia, with an emphasis on Korea. Mike enjoyed the reserve because of the contrast from his desk job. He was now the deputy commander of the unit, and the opportunity to go on military orders to Korea was available at any given time. His TDYs to Korea as a reservist strengthened his relationship with T.J. Hill. Mike's first encounter with T.J. Hill was during the tree-cutting incident in 1976. T.J. was one of the PJs on the H 3 Jolly Green helicopter that responded to airlift the wounded and dead from Panmunjom to Camp Yongsan. Mike met T.J. a few days after the incident at Osan Air Base. Mike was on loan to the 314th Air Division Intelligence Branch to assist with fallout and repercussions from the axe murders. T.J. was in and out of the intel shop and everyone knew him well. T.J.'s knowledge and insight on the Korean Peninsula impressed Mike. 
TJ spoke fluent Korean, his wife was Korean, and he had been at Osan since 1968. Mike and TJ formed a tacit alliance, working on the same goal, the destruction of the North Korean regime. Mike learned through the ranking Air Force Intelligence Officer that TJ received three decorations from South Korea for heroism. These awards dated back to 1968, and it was rumored TJ helped track down North Korean infiltrators involved in the Blue House raid. Over the years, their relationship would grow. TJ is the most amazing and unusual man he had ever met in the military. He was a one-man war, Mike thought.